We gotta do it. Hey man, what up? What up? What up? God Dimension Podcast. I'm back at you again for the second time today. I've been busy. You know what I mean? I ain't gotta say my name. Y'all know I'm the host. I got Maya here with me, and she hit me up saying she wanted to discuss some things that's been on her mind heavy lately. So, hello, hello, hello. I'm glad to be back for the third, fourth time. No, it's maybe like fifth. I think it's I think it's the fourth. I think it's a four. You've been working so much, like you've been, you yeah. been putting in work. Yeah. yeah. So I I hit up Cody the other day on my birthday on Tuesday, um, this past week, and I was like a friend of mine, uh, Bria. We were discussing. She asked about you know she brought up the fact of toxic masculinity, and she was like on the counter playing devil's advocate. She said, "Do you think there's such a thing called feminine, you know, toxicity?" And feminine toxic. I'm like, I absolutely do. And I feel like it's something that is not addressed and it's more like a like a silent killer of men and women. You Why do you think it's not addressed? <clears throat> Why do you think it's not addressed so much as like, you know, the toxic um masculinity and whatnot? Um it could be maybe that women we don't like to I don't know, me, everybody doesn't like constructive criticism. And I feel like men are more used to getting verbally abused and just being okay with it as opposed to women. They are more society knows they view women as being emotional or, you know, things of that nature. So women will are more apt to voice their opinion about how they feel than a man just taking it. And usually they take it from their mothers. So they, you know, they'll either walk out or they, you know, so it's it's different or men are starting to embrace the masculine toxicity you know you got the futures you got the you know we see twitter yeah you got uh, what was that hot boy or uh, fuck boy fall it's fuck boy fall yeah. I, I heard, it was, I heard, it, I heard. That's, that's what i heard <laughs> that's, that's what, what i heard, heard. yeah like, it's a uh, fuck boy fall i just and i really just look at that that shit like yeah it's kind of it's all it's all like funny games jokes and mm-hmm. giggles but Subconsciously, you know that shit is like, come on now, like, yeah. like why? Who made that up? No, like, for like, why, why? Do you want to be a fuck boy? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. just like you know, just I would say the same thing. You know, Token is listening to you know city girls and stuff. No, don't get me wrong. Like, I like to listen to certain music, but also like prostitute music gets on my nerves after a while. I I don't I don't want to be a hot girl. Also, I don't want to. <laughs> So, you know, I don't want that from people. I don't want my relationship or my companionship with every person I meet to be based on, you know, money or, you know, so it's a lot of things that women are, have been pushed towards because of, I feel like, the, of the toxic masculinity, but there's so many fingers being pointed, like people, just like the term, you know, when you point one finger, you know, what, there's three pointed back at you? Yeah. Like, you know, that that's the truth because there's a lot of accountability that needs to be um, addressed and taken because it's like we have to come full circle to let each other be able to express and women want to be heard but also they're not open to hearing the male perspective all right true so why do you think that um obviously you should be a woman <clears throat> why do you think that um that women really don't want to be addressed when, um, it, come, when it comes to this because accountability can hurt it can hurt more than people's words that, you know, because you know your truths, like even if it's hidden deep below the surface, you know, so that's why constructive criticism hurts because there's something 
that, you know, that fear comes up and it gets defensive. You know, people don't get defensive when they, they understand things, you know, and they just, they're just like, okay, I can work through this. But, you know, when you're fearful, that creates, you know, defensiveness and, and anger and, you know, but it all stems from either fear of not knowing or fear of self, you know, it's a lot of things. And women, you know, they're not really, they want, they want to be heard, let's say by their partner, for instance, you know, your boyfriend, your spouse, you know, and I've literally had people say to me in the past, you know, like, dang, he won't get over this. Like, dang, it's been three days. And, you know, but I know women that have dragged things out for weeks and I'm just like, why, are your feelings, you know, more important? There's not a time limit. You tell him that it's not, but it's a double standard on the other, on the other side. That's not fair either. Right. 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 Yeah. Cause I see, um, <clears throat> or this one thing like, you know, that I be, that I see all the time on Twitter, uh, especially like when it comes to, and I hate that my, that my black women got to feel like this, uh, a motherfucker can't handle me, you know. Mm-hmm. If my attitude is bad, you might as well go somewhere else because I got an attitude. Mm. Like first of all, like first of all, bro, or sis, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> first of all, my G, you know, you damn near pushing thirty, you still talking like this, mm. and even be like forty years old, forty year olds on there, like, bro, how old are you? Mm. Like, you got a whole kids and grandkids, and this, you still, <laughs> and you still got this same mentality from your ass as a teenager. Yeah. Fast forward, you know, twenty years later or whatever, twenty five years later, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and you still talking about, yeah, I can't motherfucker handle me because my attitude. Why do I like when you like people really pride themselves on bullshit? Yeah, and that's and that's the <clears throat> accountability that I'm talking about. That's the things that people can mask it as, you know, oh, I got a bad attitude. Oh, it's like, but really, you've been depressed for years you know you have anxiety that makes you irritable to the point where everything bothers you it's like mm-hmm. i'm the type of person you know <clears throat> which is why i do the things that i do i can read these things with people i can feel them you know as an empath <clears throat> you know like i i can see it in you know as soon as i meet people and i'm like you're hiding behind the anger you're hiding behind but i'm just like it's still a fearful person that wants love and wants to be accepted and that's why the attitude comes out and then they're frustrated because nobody wants to read their mind i've been this person you know uh-huh. like i don't want to tell you what's wrong right but also why aren't you reading my mind and doing what i need you to do well that's kind of crazy yeah. like that's yeah. not, not not to say that men don't do their fair share of things but it's like like i said us as women if we want to grow and we want to, you know, we have to be open about how we feel. We have to be open, not just the the angry stuff, the stuff that makes you sad, the stuff that, you know, makes you disappointed, the stuff that makes you, you know, and not be upset when your partner counters you with how you make them feel. Like, I think we had a conversation one day where I told you someone was like, I don't like when you call me toxic. And I was yeah. just like, you know, I was like, I won't, you know, I'll stop. And I did, you know, paid attention. I paid attention, you know, and you were like, wow. Like you were like, I wish other women could do that, you know, like, but I've, I've literally heard like, boy, stop being a bitch. Like stop being a pussy. Stop stop being being a a punk. Stop being sour puss. Yeah. Like, like you being, you know, but God forbid, you know, you say boo to us. Like, like I said, cause I've been this defensive woman, especially in a relationship, you know, I've had boyfriends, I've had girlfriends, you know, I've been both and in both and it did. It, I still played, you know, the same role. When you want to be a victim, it doesn't matter if you're a man or you know a female. Whether you, you know, you 
like your masculine energy or your feminine energy or a good balance of both, like, no, toxic is toxic and it has to be dealt with, like, or, or else it'll show in these ways that push people away and make us unhappy ultimately. True. So do you think, well, is it really, um, one who's more than the other or is it like equally when it comes to the male and female toxicity it's always going to be equal i feel like it's just different things in each category that need to be addressed right there's just always going to be you know males have to be males need to be okay with expressing themselves in a way that is healthy <clears throat> and they need to be to realize that a lot of them are not okay and pretending like you're okay is not making it better. But on the counter, women have to create an environment that they can be accepted. Like as soon as a dude wants to cry or, you know, express himself and, you know, it's like they're ridiculed or as soon as y'all get into an argument or something, you know, you can't throw that to someone's face, something so they confided in you. Like, and you, you know, as soon as, because you're angry at him about something that has nothing to do with it, you know, you're going to call him a bitch and a punk for, you know, which a lot of black men already get that from their mothers, Mexican men, not even, you know, Asian, that's not even just black men. Yeah, you like a punk. you Shut a up. punk, boys yeah. don't cry. That is not fair. Why do we have tear ducts then? That's not fair right. to tell a man that. And then wonder why, you know, he's a womanizer, he's an abuser. Well, maybe he had a mother that, you know, that was telling, that was just telling him he had to be this man. So now he has these expectations to live up to. She is. And he feels like a disappointment and you berated him and you, you know, like that we were talking about the, the little boy in the school, like, and I don't, yeah, I don't mom. really like to bring up, you know, stuff that was on Facebook. I, I was hiding it and unfollowing it. I typically don't care to even see and be able to absorb that type of energy. Um, but it was interesting to see the views of parents that, you know, so the, for anyone that hasn't seen the video or heard about it on Facebook or social media, it was a mother that allegedly went to a school, you know, where her son had the teacher had called, um, home to the mother. I guess the boy had supposedly been acting up and the mother went to reprimand the boy at the school in front of everybody. To me, it was humiliating. It, it was humiliating. Whether I don't really tell people how to parent their children, I don't care. But to spit at your child, to call them derogatory names, yeah, call them nigga. and to yeah. beat their ass in front of their children. No children no children should be whooped in front of other people anyways. That's that's humiliating. No kid should be on camera for me. you know Personally, that's just my opinion. However you want to, if you want to beat your children, if you feel like that's the way... That is you. That's your child. You know, I don't have children, like, but that is not something that I personally feel is productive. I feel like it's kind of counterproductive. Um, when it comes to people growing up, you may have fear, but you don't necessarily respect your parents. Like a lot of us got our asses beat and it didn't it just didn't really, you know, resonate. But that was one of that's one of the things like mothers and women have to realize like that is not okay demeaning any human being like that especially one that you birthed that is not that hurts yeah it became all man you know just saying about the the video became all types of niggas dumbass you know it's gonna well, if i had to come back up here it's gonna be me and you nigga one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one. that's like damn yo mm -hmm. and that's why these kids you know grow, grow up to be you know cold-hearted and, and heartless <clears throat> and they feel like you know 
Yeah, she don't mind. Love, don't yeah, them. nobody love me. You know what I mean? Yeah, they absolutely feel like the world is against them. But yeah, it's just like, and that's the people don't realize how much those patterns sink into your subconscious and start to create your everyday life of what you believe life to be. Like that little boy, I'm pretty sure. Unfortunately, that is stuck in his brain. You know, like if my own mother will do that to me, you know, why would anybody else care about me? Why mm-hmm. would anybody else? Why do I deserve? And that's when the feeling of I don't deserve. That's when the pattern of I don't deserve gets in. And, that's, and that creates lack. And that's when, you know, people don't realize like it's not, you know, this The series of unfortunate events that happens to you has to be undone for you to have a normal life, a better life that is more because a lot of us are adults. Our parents already humiliated us. They already beat us. They already, you know, we were already raped or molested or, you know, it's like the damage is done from, you know, from, from life. So it's like, I'm trying to get to a point where people can undo it within themselves and then break the cycle. So they're not doing it with their children. Like that's that's the most important part. Yeah, I don't. Um, but you know how we always talk about, like you say, accountability. Mm-hmm. We ought to also put the blame on those grandparents as well that raised that parent, or you know, because mm-hmm. it has to, it has to be accountability has to be taken somewhere. Like you got to understand too. Like where like where's this coming from? Like where'd that come from? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like where'd that come from? What what made you think it was okay to? Oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck him up. Mm-hmm. Okay, you doing this? Yeah, I'm, I'm really going to fuck you up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, I understand discipline. You know, I understand that you got a, a child, a child, a child is going to do what a child does, you mm-hmm. know? However, in the same breath, beating them like a grown-ass man or a grown-ass woman, mm-hmm. some shit is just unwarranted. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that, you know, certain things I've seen with children that, you know, even certain criminals may not even, you know, cruel and unusual punishment, like things that shouldn't be even be happening in prisons and jails, you know, but that's the difference between, you know, punishment. Like, that's why I feel like, you know, a lot of at least American prison system, the prison reform system, whatever, um, is not, it's not, it's a punishment. Like punishment and discipline are completely different. You have, you know, discipline, which comes from like disciple, like you're leading, you're, you're teaching, you're supposed to teach them. That's why uh-huh. punishment doesn't have, it's just, it's just negativity. It's just, it's not, um, it doesn't have anything on the the flip side of it. You know, it doesn't have that balance within it. Like you have to have love and nurturing in there, not to say, you know, just be soft on kids or, you know, but that it has to be a balance of, I need to sit down and talk to you. I need to understand why you would do that. Just like we have to understand you know why our parents were like that if our grandparents you know did beat on them like well i see kind of why they wouldn't know anything different and i'm sure they were getting beatings that were way worse back then and you know nobody it was normal everybody in the neighborhood you know that right was, that right. was normal in the 70s or they you know in the 60s or you know whatever the time frame was and so that helps you with your forgiveness like and i tell people i'm like you have to forgive yourself like, and people that don't want to take accountability at first, unfortunately, they're just like, what do you mean forgive myself? And I'm just like, forgive you yourself. You don't feel like you've done anything wrong or you've let anybody or you've, you know, nothing. They're just like, no, for exactly what it sounds like. Like, forgive yourself. Like, how are you going to forgive somebody else if you can't even forgive yourself? Mm-hmm. Or how are you even going like, to let go of toxic traits? You know, like, okay, you know, I have to acknowledge and take accountability. I have to acknowledge that 
what I did here was wrong. I had to take accountability mm-hmm. and realize, okay, yeah, this is like very toxic time in my life. Mm-hmm. Now I look back on that hindsight, like, damn, like it was really fucked up. So yeah. I have to move forward because yeah. when you keep basking and mm-hmm. overthinking that, putting that shit into your brain, again, it's just mm-hmm. create a whole another world of issues that you really don't need. Yeah, that you manifest yourself. Exactly, because you're just dwelling on it and people don't realize, you know, your thoughts and your beliefs, you know, attract the world around you. Mm -hmm. So it's like you can manifest guilt and shame and all of that. You know, it's like I see it's so funny because I see people, especially women, like, you know, I think and it's so funny because I think men, men don't go into depth when I ask. But when men are not okay, like a lot of them will kind of say it. they may not go into depth, but it's like. Nah, I, you yeah, know, stuff, like, been, stuff been rough. Like, yeah. and they, they're probably just going to leave it at that. A lot of them be like, you know, no, I'm fucked up right now, but I'll be all right. I'm cool. I'll be all right. I'm cool. Yeah. I'm cool. You know. Because I've done that. Yeah. Still, still do it to this day, you know? Mm-hmm. Seriously. Like, you used to try to do it to me, and I would just let it. I would, yeah. I'm not a, you know, sometimes now I would know when I had to be like, all right, all right. I didn't heard that about three good times, and now yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm prying. Like, right. But I'm not a, you know, that's usually not me. I'll just wait until it naturally flows out um but sometimes you you gotta judge that moment and no but i feel like women on the other hand they they're more apt to lie about it and not even intentionally i'm not even gonna say lie like you know like you're just purposely telling you know but just tell a story like we always said that you know you told a story like you Ask you, hey, I'm okay. I'm, you know, you, you about to cry. You just got done crying, like you yeah, know, you about like, to cry again. You about to cry again, yeah. like you know, just because I asked you, and you know, you lied. So it's like, why? Why is it so hard to just say that you're not okay? And I know people that are listening to this right now, and that people that it's gonna hit them right in their heart, and it's gonna pull that heartstring because they've done that. We've all done that. And, you know, and then people, at, and you say, I don't know. As soon as they say, I don't know, that teardrop come down. Yeah. It's, it's raps. It's either that or they, but the people, I've learned that the people that bottle it up even more, they don't let the teardrop fall. Like, so, they're, I mean, they're so angry about it that their body, like I said, it's the tension that builds up, pain. you know, it, the pain, the pain creates irritability. The irritability creates you to lash out. And, you know, once that irritability, you know, and that your fight or flight sense is now turned on, you're paranoid. Your brain thinks people are out to get you. It is completely imaginary. It was completely irrational. But it's happening in your body. Your body's sending out epinephrine. It's sending out norepinephrine. It's sending out all of these things to fight that, which is why you feel like shit and you don't want to go to work and you're tired all the time. And especially with women, I'm like, just say you're not okay. Simple as that. Say you're not okay. You know, like I have people that, you know, come to me and, oh, I want to book a session. I want to feel better. And, you know, they say it in the moment. And then it's like, okay, I can't force anybody to do it. You know, I I had to choose to heal myself because I was in that space for years as a victim. You know, Mm -hmm. oh, I'm bipolar. I'm depressed. I have anxiety. You know, I take Medicaid. I need, you know, I had to heal myself. It was nothing in the pills for me. Not to say, you know, it, everyone is different. Everybody's body is, and brain is structured different. I'm not going to say that no one out there needs medicine. I didn't, though. Like, and I needed to address the feelings that I had that I had been bottling up. Like, and until that, like, I was, I was going to continue to ruin 
my friendships and my relationships or have superficial, you know, companionships with people because I I didn't know who I was. I wasn't trying to dive in and figure it out. And I didn't even want to, you know, go into my service emotions. So it's like, but then I wanted somebody to love me or something I'm like, that's not fair. Like, you know, I'm asking so much of my partner or this person and I'm not doing that for myself. I don't got no energy to do it for them because I'm exhausted. It sucks. Yeah, I see, man. It's a, um, it's a, and I can't really say that like this topic, like it's a biased topic. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not biased at all. Cause at the end of the day, right is right and wrong is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, she's going to come out, come to the light, whether you like it or not. You know what I'm saying? So. I mean, I don't even think it's a right or wrong thing. I, you know, one of my favorite terms and sayings, you know, it's not good. It's not bad. It just is. Yeah. And, you know, things have to transpire. Like me and my cousin talk about that all the time. We're like, you know, it's not your, it's not your fault that things happen to you. It's not your fault that, you know, certain things transpired in your life, but it's absolutely your responsibility to deal with it. It's absolutely your, your healing is your responsibility only. Like a lot of people go through that. Like you said, the, um, <clears throat> fighter, like fight or flight, and a lot of people. I've been, you know, in situations like, man, I don't want to deal with this shit. Mm-hmm. And they came back and bit me in the ass, you know, just being all the way one hundred with y'all. Like mm-hmm. seriously, came back and bit you in the ass. But knowing what I know now, that I, if I didn't know back then, I'm like, yo, deal with this shit now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Or you deal just avoid it, it. Yeah, the anxiety makes you avoid man, stuff. For but you so, like, and then you do it, and you're just like, that was not even that deep, for real, because <laughs> it's something you never faced before. Yeah. I think it's because it's something you never faced before. You're like, oh shit, what do I do? Start biting, start sweating, mm-hmm. nails, start biting, all that. You, you know, put fear into a situation yeah. that literally has not happened. It is somewhere in a future event, in another dimension, in another. It has not happened instead of fueling the moment that you have here to heal in this moment. You know, I just, I would just want women <clears throat> to be. There's a good portion of women. I, w- I want a lot of women to be by themselves for a while. Like that's, that's my advice. You know, I want women to chill and be with themselves and learn to be comfortable with who they are and, and love the deepest inner parts of themselves so they can attract the best partner for them. And for the ones that already have partners and the ones that, you know, maybe you're a little too codependent and, you know, or whatever, you're already married. I I want you to work on self-love and, you know, and accepting your partner and being able to open and express freely and fully both of you, like two open channels that flows back and forth, like, because it's a level of healing that needs to be explored, like within ourselves, within like our gardens have a lot of weeds and we got to go and pull the weeds out. So by the time spring comes, we can we can have some flowers. We can have some, you know, we can be cultivating the greatness that we really are. It's just buried beneath the the weeds. Like it really, really is. So I like that's the time I've been taking with myself. And it's been a lot of things I've had to accept about myself. Right, right. Like that accountability. Like I did not used to be the nicest person in the world. Like I was a little snippy. A little attitude problem. I was I was one of them girls, you know. I I wasn't like you got to deal with my attitude, but people kind of knew what they were getting. Like you know what's up. Yeah, yeah. Type I shit. To, I used to fight a little bit here and there, you know. I was, 
had a little razzle dazzle to it, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, put a little little sprinkle little sprinkle on it. But you know, I learned that I didn't like that person. Like even this week, I've been kind of snippy. I mean, less you know, a little impatient, little you know, just got some personal stuff going on. But um, and even then, I'm just like, I don't really care for that. But you know, I I still love and accept myself as I am. But I'll be like, Maya, relax. Like you gotta relax. I, you gotta <laughs> relax because being uptight just does not work for me anymore. I like being smiley. I like being sunny. sunny. I like yeah. yeah. You call me sunny. Yeah, for real. I for love reason. being that, and I want women to appreciate that about themselves. I want them to remember that they love to sing and they love to dance and they love to write and they are good at this and better at that. You know, like a lot of people like I used to love this and I don't do this anymore. When you get wrapped up and consumed in the attitude and the complacentness and, you know, just because you're comfortable, like it gets miserable and your body is telling you like, do something about it. Right. You know, whether it's exercise, drink some water, like you can't be complaining and eating food and not drinking, you know, eating fast yeah. food, all the not time. drinking water. All yeah. the time, right. And I think that's more detrimental to women as well, since we're, you know, on the topic of accountability. Like men, men have more um, self-control when it comes to a lot of it. When a man just does not want something, like he just, he will not, it's no budge, no ifs, buts. Yeah, he chilling. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like women, like we emotionally eat more. Like, I don't feel like men just go out and just emotionally, some do, you know, everybody. <laughs> like these aren't, you know, we, I've seen, I've seen things, <laughs> but <laughs> I've seen things. Well, all these wings are for me, man. Man, like he had a bad day at work and he's about to go drink a beer and then eat like, man, that's wild. Like wild and wild. But women do it too. Like, or I've seen women, have you ever seen this? Like I'm I'm asking, you know, listeners and I'm asking you brother, um, like when some, like a woman, her order isn't right. Or if it doesn't taste like how she wants or something like her whole day will be ruined. Yes. Oh my yes. god! I used to be like that. Like, oh my god! I like, and I feel bad for things that I've like put my exes through because I've taken that accountability. Like, dang! Like, did you have to do all that because my I wasn't emotionally invested into things that mattered? So it's like when my food, like, because the you know it sparks the endorphins in your your brain, <laughs> your taste buds. So it's like if it does not do that for you because you can't do it. People don't want to take the time to do it for themselves. You're right. looking for the happiness through food, through a person, through, you know, and then when it's not what you want it to be, because it's not authentic, because it's not self-love, it's not unconditional love. Right, so right. it's never ultimately going to be good enough. Then you're upset. You're irate, actually. You're you want to cry. Like, I remember I almost broke my phone one time because I wanted tacos. Like, it, like, why? Oh, yeah. Like, why was it that deep? For tacos. Yes. It was. Uh, it was. Was that what you did, Um, no, this was in Arizona. Oh, okay, was, this was Arizona. Tacos went over here on Thirty Eighth Street. Oh yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. You know, yeah. like I was, man, I'll be having to check myself. Yeah. Like it's been a real um self discipline week for yeah. me. Uh, this week. So, and that comes with accountability. One thing I had to my self discipline is a little iffy. Like, so I'll be having to balance the scales. I did a um a fast uh, earlier this week, partially because the eleven eleven portal is closing tomorrow on 11-11 at 11-11. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a whole nother topic, but, um, so 
partly to cleanse my body for that, but also I, I fast. Everybody's like, why is it a spiritual thing? Is it, you know, and I'm just like, it's because I lack self-discipline. Yeah. <laughs> like straight up, like I need to, because it's like, I know I'm not hungry, but the cravings come about. And then, you know, it helped me tap into like why I was like that. And I thought back to when I was little, I was a really spoiled child. Like I, I could ask my parents for whatever. I think I survived off of fried chicken breast, Lipton rice, beanies and weenies. And then <laughs> my dad always bought us Burger King because Burger King was really good. It was fire when we was kids. Fire. It was. It was Absolutely. The, facts. The that chick, was true. It was the stars and the um the crown. Yeah. Or the, the lightning bolts. Yeah. It was them. And then um and then he would take us to Red Lobster all the time. So it's like I could literally have whatever I wanted at any point in time, you know, food wise. And so when I felt sad or when I, you know, so I'm like, I'm seeing how far these habits dial back in order to fix it, in order to, you know, deal with it. So it's going to be the same when it comes to women needing to, you know, heal the things within themselves. Like where did the irritability start? When did you lose your smile? When did you start, stop laughing? When did you become so consumed into your phone that you you couldn't pay attention to the world around you anymore because right. that was your only happiness that you had. That was your only distraction from the depressive thoughts that you don't want to think about. Yeah, moments in life have to be um pinpointed when it comes to this. So, mm-hmm. you know, we start when you start experiencing or going through patterns all the time, mm-hmm. you really have to look back on a certain point in your life and be like, hold on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is why this started. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, oh, so this is why I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I had now that I now now that I got this, mm-hmm. what am I gonna do to fix it? Or am I just gonna see? Am I just gonna keep there and keep keep going this pattern in this road of self destruction? Exactly. You know, exactly. And that's the choice that we all are faced with. That's the crossroads that everybody is granted. That is your birthright. Like you have free will. God gave all of us free will. Like it's whatever choice you're going to make, you know, it's like, so are you going to heal? Or are you going to stay complacent? Like, are you going to be comfortable? Like that's, that's a dangerous space for a lot of people. Like, but it's like, is your life, you have to, people have to ask themselves the question, like, is your uncomfortability in your comfortability, ironically, sense, right yeah, now, yeah. Uh, you like you say you're uncomfortable, but actually you're in your most comfortable that you've actually been because you've not done anything that you fear. You've not done anything out of the ordinary. Like this is the same pattern. So are you going to keep doing that or are you going to do something that probably is going to hurt and probably is going to make you cry and probably because the point is to process through the emotions mm-hmm. and feel like you said, figure it out what you know where it came from i had a um one of my high school teachers uh she asked me she was like what is shadow work i posted something on my facebook on my maya harris page and um it it said something i was like people aren't doing the shadow work i don't even remember (laughs) what the meme was but i'm just like you know because it's mercury retrograde right now until the 21st of november so you know people it's raising a lot of um, things within people that are making them uncomfortable, but it's like that on purpose, you know, because things bubble to the surface to see what are you, are you going to let it go back down and go deeper or are you going to get rid of it and dissolve it? You know, so this actually, this is really, you know, what shadow work is when those things that are in yourself that either don't serve you any good anymore, you or you have to just reflect like, why is this happening? And, is this beneficial for me or is it just here? 
right. create, you know, really kind of get in. It's free space. It's running free space in your mind. And, you know, it's in your brain to where you can't think more positive thoughts because it's just taking up space. Right. So it's like, what's more important to you? Being comfortable and being fearful and staying and sticking to what you know or jumping outside of your comfort zone? Yeah, I'll say, um, and that's a, um, that is definitely a concept that a lot of us struggle with, Mm -hmm. especially us, you know, creators, you know, Mm -hmm. we, whether maybe, you know, you're an artist as far as like rapper, you're like a painter or like myself, content creators. That's a lot of stuff that we deal with. Like, okay, yeah, now if I, if I put this out, if I put this out, are people going to fuck with it? You know, if I put right. this out, if I start this movement, mm-hmm. are people going to mess with it? Mm-hmm. You know, then a lot of times we just want to end up doing because we we already defeat ourselves Yeah. before we can even help ourselves. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We have to change that. What if people, you know, or if people, fuck, you know, to, they are going to, they do. They yeah. already, no, don't even put it in the future. Like people do fuck with me. Even if it's not true. Even if, you know, and so many people don't realize how much their language creates their life. You know, people. Everyday language. Yeah. And our city is really big with that. You know, I don't trust nobody. No new friends. I don't fuck with nobody. Everybody is snake. And I'm just like, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't do that. Okay. We don't speak of like that. You know. We don't do that around here. We don't do that around here. Right. But that's why we meet people that are dope. That's why we meet people that are, you know, creators like us. We meet people that are light workers. We meet people that, you know, we have exchanges to make. We have things to do together. But when you're blocking your own blessings, what can you do? The hell you think is gonna happen? What the hell you think is gonna yeah, happen? Like don't be don't be mad at the devil. Don't be mad, be mad at, at yourself. Your boyfriend. Don't be mad at God. Don't be mad at your baby mama. Like don't do you know yeah. you have to realize what the energy that you're putting in and what you're not taking accountability for. Because the things that make you feel uncomfortable, I guarantee, are the things that'll make you feel better once you work through them. True, true. Now, I wanted to get back to this, kind of regress a little bit. Let's go. You said, as far as like being alone, how important do you think like that is? As far as like, especially men and women, but more specifically, since you're a woman, how important do you think that is to find yourself again? Oh man, I don't, for a lot of us women, it's not even an again. We've never known ourselves. Mm. We're finding ourselves for the first time. So it's very important, especially if you're, you know, uh, if you don't have any children yet, you know, or you don't, you know, have a a boyfriend or a husband, you know, or a partner yet. Um, It's really nice because you can just do it. You don't even have to change your super duper life. You know, it's like, you can practice your self-love mirror affirmations. You can figure out, you know, if you like writing or just, you know, dancing naked or if you want to play an instrument or if you want to learn how to, you know, just just anything. You want to learn, you want to take a cooking class. You want to do horseback riding. Like falling in love with yourself is the most wonderful thing that no one really knows about. Like no one really, because... When you find comfortability in your solitude, no one can take that away from you. No one can, you know, even if you do find a person, you know, if they leave, it may hurt, but you'll still be okay. You know that you didn't put every piece of you into that person. Every piece of you is you. And that person can come and go as they, they feel free. They, they don't belong to you. You don't belong to them. You just love. It's not a possession. It's not something that you keep and put in a jar, you know, 
loving people, loving yourself unconditionally helps you love people. So when they do things that you know you don't really care for, or you don't really like, you understand that that's their journey. That has nothing to do with you because you build yourself up every day. You know, it's not because you're not pretty. It's not because you're not, you know, good enough. It's not because you're not the best person or the smartest person. It's like, that's that person's journey and you're still amazing. You have to feed and water the beautiful flower that you are every single day. And when you do that, then you attract someone that people automatically, they see it like a shield of armor. Like instead of a shield of fear, which is what a women in the society wear now and victimhood, have a shield of respect and of love. Like people see that within me now. Like they, like, I don't get disrespected. People don't talk to me any old type of way. People, you know, they, because of the love that I carry for myself, everything that I speak out of my mouth, you know, it's like, I don't even, I don't spew hate. I don't spew, you know, and even when I do, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Oof, like, you know, people feel my sincerity and my love more than my fear and my anger, because I don't want those things to just coexist in me. They can be emotions. Yes. They can come and go and I can process them and they can pass. That's natural. They're not going to resonate within me every single day. Right. Like I, there's too much love out there for all of us, you know, and I want every woman and man to explore that so that we can dissolve the masculine and feminine toxicity and just have the feminine and masculine balance and flow that, you know, that, reciprocity that it should be like women will feel protected and loved, you know, and men will, you know, also feel supported and, you know, it'll go full circle in the ways that it always has been like naturally people want to do it. Like it's just the fears that fight it and block it. Now I will say though, I have seen a lot more. um, I see like a tweet here and there, like, man, coming from a black woman, like, man, please, you know, Y'all check on our black men because, you know, you never know what they're going through. Mm-hmm. Also, too, you know. Oh, I see so they, much. They, they go out and fight the world every day. You know, we yeah. don't know what they go through. You know, they bottle mm-hmm. up a lot, a lot inside. Yes. You know, and I and I do respect that and do appreciate that a lot, too, because we have been taught to, no, nah, you you know, like, no, nah, you good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Or even with men, I've seen a lot more women be like, black women, but hey, man, checking your homegirls because you never know what they're going through. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And that's why that's why I really like commend people who's keeping that, like you said, light work. The light yeah. work is going. Yep. Right not scared of yeah. oh, this ain't cool. People people want clout, you know. It's like, yeah. but I'm not afraid to ask people how they doing. I'm not afraid to you know get in and you know tell my black brothers they appreciate it. Yeah, you need to come. You need a shoulder to cry on. Yeah, or you right. need a, a session. It doesn't matter. Like you know, and women too. Like, but it's. Unfortunately, that was why I wanted to do this because like I have a lot more men that are open to it because I'm so unapologetic and mm-hmm. I'm just me and they feel that and they know that. So it's like a comfortability that's automatically there. But women, because a lot of them, have, they're, they've been hurt by their mothers, so they are automatically do not trust women mm-hmm. um, or sisters too, but it usually starts with the mom. But they, they have this distrust and then they have this, they're lying to themselves. You're not lying to me or you're, you know, it's like, you can't keep saying that you're okay when you're not, like, you know? On, so bro, I, I really know. want yeah. more women to, to just be able to openly admit they're not okay. And not just on a Facebook meme and not just like be okay and not want to, instead of just say something and complain about it, you got to do something about it. 
Yeah, because y'all not in competition with each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and that's equal. the thing. Like, ain't nobody in competition with each other. Mm-hmm. And I hate to see that from black women, too. Especially, like, with this whole colorism bullshit. But that's, like, another topic, you know, yeah. for another day. Yeah. But that's why, you know, I do, like, a, I tap in with my homies, like, every single day. Yeah. You know what I mean? I text you, but, hey, you good? Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning. You all right? Yeah. Tapping my homeboy. Like, there's a lot of my, hey, man, just tapping in with you. Right on nothing. Just seeing how you doing. Yeah. I do that all the time. Yeah, I do that 24-7. Especially as adults, you know, we're not teenagers anymore. Like, you know, we're adults with bills and, you know, life things. Yeah. A bunch of our friends got kids. Like, I'm like, y'all, got whole, y'all really got kids out here. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. thankful that I made it with that, you know, because I couldn't imagine certain situations to where, yeah, people would need to check on me, too. Yeah, like, fold under pressure type shit. Man. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. everybody has this mentality, like, oh, diamonds go, you know, under pressure. And no, 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 <laughs> you know. Diamonds also have that the prisonology, lowest, man. Diamonds <laughs> also have one of the lowest vibrations of all crystals out there. So let's let's get that right. Like oh, so, man. you know, it's funny how prison funny times we live in. Like yeah, prison, prison philosophy. <laughs> so hard. Like, like y'all gonna be hard on the time. Like, okay, good. Like we gonna we gonna end this one on a light though. Y'all don't gotta be hard all the time. Like hard. H O R D. H O R D. Hard. Like you gotta ball your fist up. You gotta clench your teeth, bite your hard. Like, like, like you gotta feel like you can like calm down or something. I don't know. No offense to anybody. Just think. But yes, like for real though, like we gotta start expressing ourselves openly and freely. And hey, if you can only feel like you can do it with us, hey, hit us up. Like, no, real talk. We would love to. Always, bro. We gonna make it. We're going to make it light. We're going to make it love. We're going to make it comfortable. Like, because we all got to heal. And the co- the collective wants to heal, honestly. Yeah. They, yeah. like, help me. They, people are honestly getting out of the fear. And I'm I'm proud of them. Man, fear is a fear is a place that, you know, we often find ourselves in. You know, so often put ourselves in a lot, too. Mm-hmm. You know, but outside of fear is, you know, your, your next opportunity. As well, that's where it's literally waiting literally, on the other bro, side. Look, look, look it's like, like that's the fire, literally. and you just gotta walk across the coals, bro. Like, you gotta walk through the fire. Yeah. You do, you gonna Chill get up. a little burn, you gonna get yeah. a little, but every time you do it, you get better. Every time you do it, you get stronger. You know, that skin regenerates itself. You get that yeah. phoenix out the ashes. You, you know, you, you have better tools when you go at it. So, never, you know, forget that about yourself when you feel like giving up because it's like. You're going to go into the next obstacle with better knowledge, better skills, better learning, better people if you choose, you know? So it's like go into it with an optimistic tongue and optimistic thought as well, because that's what's going to help you get through it faster, ultimately. True. True. Is there anything else you want to say? Man, I just, I just love y'all. That's all. Like, I just, we're going we gonna to have to do a no separation one. That's going to blow their mind. Black people ain't going to want to hear that one. No separation. I'm gonna go real. I'm gonna go real alien on y'all. So if y'all want to see how alien I really am, because I can pull out some really thing. I, I like pulling it out though, because people feel like that really doesn't make sense. I know they've made us make a lot of things think they make they, sense. They think that don't make sense. It, it don't. Sense. It doesn't make sense. Right. But yeah. Right. It's logical stuff out there, but it's also yeah. So I just I just want everybody, you know, for just let's say the next seven days, you know, just. When you catch yourself, you know, an attitude, you catch yourself wanting to be mean and just, you know, just turn it around. You yeah. Remember what you give out, you get back. So when you're saying those hurtful things to people in traffic that you don't know or your boss and your coworkers, remember that you're better than that. So send out the love that you want to receive. 
always. Even if people, you feel like they don't deserve it. Send it out anyways, and you're going to get it back tenfold. Oh, I knew you was going with that Hey. I already know. I already knew you was going with that No, brother, brother. Yeah, social media. Social media. Oh, God. Um, Twitter, Metaphysic Muse. I need to hop on Twitter more. Uh, Facebook. Please get back on Twitter. I know, man. I'm, I'm hilarious. Uh, Maya Harris on Facebook. That's M-A-Y-A, like Angelo. Um, And what is Gaia's Goddess. Uh, Gaia's Goddess underscore. I don't know. I think, I, I think, if y'all follow me on Twitter, y'all gonna get my other social media. So, you know, hey, hit, hit me up. I'm the red hair princess right now. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, true, you know. true. I wanna um, give a couple shout always I'm always ending with shout outs. Oh, um, I love it. I love it. Shout out to, uh, first and foremost, you. Oh, always shout thank out. Thank you. Love. Love and gratitude. Uh, shout out to my boy X. Still got his podcast, Xavier Cooper Podcast. Xavier uh, <laughs> Cooper Podcast. X. Found on Spotify. Apple Podcasts and Anchor as well. Um, oh, shout out to X. Yeah, shout out to man, thing. Shout out to my boy, my god brother Trent. He did a put on an amazing play mm-hmm. called a bluesy night. Had my homeboy Jalen up in there. They did they both did their thing. Amazing. Um, yes. Uh, shout out to Allison. She's uh doing her thing in music. Okay. Definitely keep going through. Shout out to my boy. Uh, Justin, J.E. Benz, he's still doing his thing in music. Hey. Yeah, my dog. Uh, anybody out there, man, anybody out there with a dream, man, please keep going. Do not, do not let nobody deter you because the only person that can do that is yourself as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm uh, signing out. God Dementia Podcast. I'll, I'll talk to y'all next time.